0: This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 553, The Former Fat Boy Syndrome, part two, by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malek, your narrator of blogs covering health and fitness. I read to you from some of the most popular blogs out there, with permission from the authors, of course. Now, today's post is a continuation from yesterday. So, if you're new here or skipping around, definitely check out yesterday's episode first. That's episode 552. And it's midweek so I like to share an inspirational quote with you to help you hopefully get over that midweek hump. And I just so happened to be listening to an audiobook and I heard this quote and I thought it was just perfect given today's topic. So here we go. Quote: Your past doesn't define you. It prepares you. Darren Hardy. So I happened to be listening to Darren Hardy's book Living Your Best Year Ever. And as I'm driving, I'm hearing all these wonderful little nuggets. I'm like, ooh, I could use that. Oh, I love that quote. And so I ended up kind of Googling some of his best quotes, and this one came up. And so today, you're going to hear about JC's past and how he overcame some of those obstacles. So let's get right to part two and continue optimizing your life. The Former Fat Boy Syndrome, part two, by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com the cycle begins. So now that he's been on a diet for the last two weeks, the water has dropped and the end result is only about a net gain of one to two pounds. He actually kind of likes what he sees in the mirror again and decides to immediately go back to his previous muscle building plan. However, this time, he decides to cut his surplus calories in half and utilize a slower approach. Subconsciously, he doesn't want to repeat his last mistake of gaining too quickly, so he starts to increase his activity outside of training he now walks to the store instead of driving. He parks further away from campus to get some extra walking in. Guess what happens? His supposed caloric surplus has now become his maintenance intake. Eight more weeks go by and progress is slowing down. He is worn out, depressed, and experiencing the general creepy feelings that come along as a result of not eating enough coupled with too much activity. In the name of progress, he decides to increase his calories again it reverts back to a fat loss diet after another water retention mishap. He woke up bloated from eating too much birthday cake and decided he hates life. Time to diet. As you might imagine, this cycle goes on and on and on. It seems that it will never end. I have concluded this is likely the number one reason most folks quit and give up. They just decide their goals are impossible to reach. Therefore, it's easier to just pick another hobby. Is there a solution? Sure there is, there's always a solution. However, that solution may not always be the one you want. The solution is time plus consistent effort towards one goal equals success. There's really not much more to it. The only reason my previous FFB example did not succeed is because he wasn't objective enough to set a goal and work towards it with 100% focus and effort. He kept swaying back and forth because his emotions about how he viewed himself Were stronger than what he wanted for the long term. The truth is, when you want to build your ideal physique, you must have clear goals and be willing to do what it takes to achieve them. You must realize you can't stay super lean all the time and build serious mass at the same time. Either you accept some fat gain and get to work, or you keep going back and forth between bulking and dieting cycles, only to spin your wheels for years. Something you must realize is when you constantly switch between hypercaloric and hypocaloric states, your body is never really primed to gain much mass. The hormonal environment is never stable enough to make any appreciable gains. This is why so many guys remain skinny fat because they never make a decision to train and gain weight consistently. Think, for at least 12 weeks at a time. Instead, they spin their wheels into oblivion. Now, before any assumptions are made, I'm not suggesting you make a whale out of yourself in the name of building the most mass. It's not fun to carry all that extra weight and dieting it all off takes a long time. Don't let your body fat get out of hand, but don't let a little water retention and temporary loss of your abs deter you from working toward your ultimate goals. A few tips for all the FFBs. If you follow these criteria, remain objective and work aggressively toward your goals, you are sure to succeed. Tip number one, decide you're going to gain weight and strength consistently, no excuses. Tip number two, give yourself a time frame. think 12 or more weeks, to make specific gains in strength and performance. Tip number three, forget about maintaining a full row of abs. Fat can always be lost and you'll always look much better with more muscle anyway. Tip number four, other folks aren't as interested as we are about being lean. They don't really care that much as long as you don't become a slob. Charm is more important in this regard. Tip number five, hire a coach if you cannot be objective and hold yourself accountable to your goals. And number six, don't make any excuses. There you go. Now you know my no BS approach when it comes to all the mental hang-ups us FFBs deal with. You just listened to part two of the post titled the former fat boy syndrome by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. One of the other not so great effects of hyper and hypocaloric cycling, meaning you'll go a few weeks where you eat a ton of food to try and bulk up and then you realize, oh, I've eaten too much. Now I've got to cut that back and then you go on like a starvation diet. One of the side effects to that is actually you end up losing muscle mass and that's totally counterproductive, right? You're trying to gain muscle. You're not trying to lose it. But there's the potential for when you go into that hypocaloric state especially, the body may break down muscle for fuel. And so JC has the right idea in that stay consistent. You don't need to eat the exact same number of calories every day, so don't get me wrong. But if you're fairly consistent and gently increase and decrease your calories, that's fine. I know for me, I don't eat the exact same number of calories every day. That just doesn't happen you'd have to be a food scientist and weigh everything out to the gram in order for that to happen. But slight changes up or down, either way, your body can deal with that. It's those crazy, I'm gonna overconsume or really, really underconsume. that's when we start to see some of that breakdown happening. All right, really quickly before I go, if you're looking for accountability with your diet and fitness habits, as Jay-Z mentioned, a Facebook group can help with that. And we have one for the podcast where you're welcome to post and meet like-minded people. You can find that at oldpodcast.com slash Facebook, or just search for Optimal Living Daily Podcasts on Facebook and request access to join. I hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday. Thank you as always for listening. I'll be back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show,